Hello and welcome to Align Your Mind. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I'm a flutist and a mindset coach for musicians who want to succeed in their careers, but also enjoy their lives. Now, I've taken a bit of a hiatus from this podcast just for a little bit, um, and I don't have an amazing reason for that other than I was sort of just taking care of myself and had my priority in other places, but I really want to get back to regular episodes at least bi-weekly, so you can look forward to that. Today, I want to talk about make-believe, and this is a concept, well, we all know because we see children play make-believe everything all the time. They're constantly pretending they're grown-ups in a house or they have an imaginary friend or their stuffed animals come to life, you know, for them. And I think that their visualization and their imagination skills are so strong and I feel like we lose that over time because it isn't quote-unquote practical or realistic in society and especially our culture as we get older and it's not rewarded unless it can be like monetarily viable or something like that which is so unfortunate and it reminds me of actually me when I was a kid I was an only child and I had a stuffed animal polar bear named polar bear and I took polar bear with me everywhere I went and I got such comfort from having that bear with me all the time and I think that it was a hundred percent now that I think about it from a mindset mindset perspective it was a hundred percent because of the way I was thinking right it's because I was like oh my gosh this bear is my best friend he's gonna protect me I feel safe with this bear If I hug the bear, I feel so much better. And it could have been anything. It could have been a blanket. And I'm sure many people can probably relate to this. But it made me realize like my security was from something that was inanimate. (laughs) But to me, it had such an emotional impact. The feeling of safety and security and comfort. And it makes me think about how we so underutilize the imagination part of our brain. Not only that, but we, un- we downplay how our imagination and our visualizations and our ability to think that things are possible for ourselves, what that can do for us. We downplay that all the time. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that today because so much of mindset coaching is I coach people who come to me and they have one set of beliefs and they're looking to have a different set of beliefs. And what that means is they're going to have to make new beliefs. They're going to have to make believe at some point, right? So we get there in a very tangible way. We get there in a way that's not from um, zero to a hundred, right? It's not from negative to positive. There's some neutral phases in there to practicing thoughts and beliefs. But I want to acknowledge that 
if you're trying to believe in yourself and you haven't before, or maybe you're trying to gain confidence really intentionally for the first time ever, then it's not going to feel comfortable to think these thoughts about yourself, to think positively about yourself because you've never done it before. Right? So I want to acknowledge that, that it feels like make-believe sometimes because that's actually what's happening. You're making new beliefs for yourself. So a couple of things that I think go along with that is first, whatever you think about the future is always make-believe. So you could think, oh my gosh, this is totally not going to go well. Or you could think everyone is going to love this. Neither, one is not more true than the other, right? Like neither of those things are truer in any situation, right? Because we don't know anything. They could actually both be true too, right? Like we don't have an ability to actually know what happens in the future. So when you are thinking about the future and you're thinking about what's possible for yourself, that is 100% always made up. It is not more true because one is negative, but it feels that way so much of the time. And part of the reason for that is our negativity bias as humans, our brains will always let us in on the negative, right? Our brains will always come up with a negative scenario before offering before we even intentionally think of a positive one maybe right which is why i think mindset work is so important because when we're just operating a normal life our brain will go to the negative oh it's probably not going to work out i probably can't do that oh my gosh it's like way too hard for me i could never be that kind of person all this self-doubt creeps in which i want to point out is also a survival mechanism I know I've talked about this on the podcast before and self-doubt being a survival mechanism and knowing that and knowing that it isn't actually my thoughts that I've chosen and are true inherently that are, are, are my doubts. Like those are not things that I need to take seriously. Like that changed everything for me, first of all, right? And, and knowing that self-doubt is a survival mechanism, that's amazing right? Because our brain is interpreting a threat. Maybe it's like a social threat of like being rejected. Our brain interprets that as a life and death situation, even though we know we won't die. It's a little bit of outsmarting your brain. So for example, like if you go to an audition and your brain is like, oh my gosh, you probably can't do this. Like maybe you'll get past the first round. Although like probably not, there's so many good people here la 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 all of that self-doubt comes up the reason it comes up is because if you don't do the audition your brain gets to feel safe it gets to feel secure and that's also a function of keeping you safe your brain is an organ that's trying to keep you alive so if your brain thinks that it shouldn't be doing something because there's rejection involved Because thousands of years ago, you would die in the woods alone if you got rejected, right? (laughs) So we really want to be part of a group. And if you're performing, you are automatically away from the group and you're away from a group of people in an audition that you respect 
and want to be a part of. So auditions for your brain are like worst case scenario socially. And it is actually received in your brain as an existential threat, but it's not, right? So all of that doubt doesn't actually mean you can't do it. It is just your brain trying to protect you. So that being said, that's usually automatically where our make-believe goes because of survival, right? We want to be part of the group. We want to be liked. We don't want to um, be rejected. That feels bad for a reason, right? It's because, once again, survival mechanism. So when we think about the future, when we make believe the future, we want to do so intentionally. What do you actually want for your future? What do you actually want to do? What is the thing that is a passion of yours, but that self-doubt and fear is getting in the way. It could be an audition. It could be showing up more online. It could be uh, leading a group of people. It could be starting a movement. It could be so many different things that feel really scary to our brain. This is a thing that I really want to drive home, which is start make-believing on your own behalf. Not like positively all the time necessarily not in a way that's oh I won't be sad ever again in a way that you're like oh this is gonna happen and oh my gosh I'm gonna be so nervous for it but I'm gonna be so excited at the same time right if you win a job and then you go to the first rehearsal you're probably gonna be a little bit nervous for the first rehearsal right there's there's never just like oh you hit a point and then it's happy forever right there's always that like 50 50 positive and negative to life so when you're make-believing you can still be quote-unquote realistic about it and say oh my gosh once I get to this place in my life I am going to be so excited but I'm also going to be so nervous because it's so new and I've never done it before, and it's scary. And that's okay, too. But it's just, what do you want to do? Do you want to move forward, and do you want to have new experiences, and it's going to be terrifying? Or do you want to stay say in the same place? It's going to feel a little safer to your brain and body, but it does get a bit frustrating. It's up to you. And I will say that... This isn't easy. When you're trying to believe your future that you want so hard, but your brain is also telling you it's not possible, those are hard moments to reconcile. Those are hard moments to deal with for yourself. I always think about this. I always come back to... I don't have proof that one or the other is going to happen. I don't, no one does. So why would I choose to believe that it's not? Why would I choose the negative when I always 
have the ability to, in response to those thoughts that do come up all the time, say, yeah, all of that could happen, but I'm choosing to believe that this is possible for me. I'm choosing to believe that actually my future could look like this and that's so exciting and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) So all that is to say is when you're thinking about an audition or your future or something like that and you're thinking, I don't think this is possible for me and you're creating evidence to that Like, oh, I didn't have enough time. Oh, like, my flute doesn't work very well. Oh, well, I can't do it because of this. And, like, that doesn't make sense anyway. And it's too expensive. And I can't do this. That is what I call arguing for your limitations. I catch myself doing that all the time. And I've been able, the more that I observe my mind, to recognize it and to come back. To have a plan to come back and say, oh, I'm arguing for my limitations. I need to spend some time arguing for what's possible for me. Just spend some time there too. Because that is actually what's going to help you get to where you want to go. Now, I love this idea of make-believe because when we're able to visualize and to see our lives in this new place when we're able to spend time there when we're able to come up with reasons why it is possible and not always just argue for our limitations then we're able to get excited then we're able to think we're able to think, what would that version of me who accomplished my goal, what would they do in this moment? What would they think about this moment? Right? If your goal is to win an audition, what would that version of you who has won the audition, what would they have thought and felt and done to prepare for the audition. And I think that one of the things that's so great about make-believe is that we can borrow all of those thoughts and feelings and actions from our, our future selves. And to be willing to go there and to acknowledge that everything that we think about the future is made up anyway, it's freeing in a way because we're able to create what we want I've been doing this in my own life and I've been able to observe how many times I argue for my limitations and how often that gets in the way of what I really want to do I think there are a million reasons to not do something. And there are 
are few reasons to do risky things, like take an audition, to spend money to take an audition, or to um, apply for very prestigious jobs, or to put yourself out there online. But when we're able to say, actually, I think this is possible for me. Like, what if it was? What if this could work? That's amazing. And that's not something to be undervalued. That's something most people don't do. So I hope that you go through the next couple of weeks and just start make-believing the future in a way that you love and not in a way that's quote-unquote realistic, not in a way that you think is correct, and not in a way that's pleasing other people. Really try to use your childhood imagination, the imagination that created worlds where stuffed animals came to life, and expand what you think is possible for you. Because that is the first step to actually getting there. So I hope you make believe and I hope you make new beliefs for yourself and what's possible for you in the best way. All right, I will see you all in a couple of weeks. I hope you have a beautiful day. If you're interested in taking this work further, I have a one-on-one coaching program that will help you get into the mindset of your dreams. If this episode resonated with you, I highly recommend booking a free discovery call with me. It's an hour on Zoom where we discuss where you are, where you want to be, and we talk about how mindset coaching can help get you there. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up.